Playing by the uncertainties of our modern world, life can seem awfully bleak at times. In our search for purpose, meaning, and certainty, most of us would love to have an inkling of what lies ahead, to have even a glimpse of tomorrow today. In our podcast, Knowing Tomorrow Today, we share from the Bible a wonderful blueprint of hope, which reveals that God wants us to live an abundant life and that he has an amazing future planned for us. All right. Welcome to our podcast, Doing Tomorrow Today. I'm your host, Merrick Brown. Thank you always for joining me on this journey of hope. I always want to encourage you to like, subscribe, and to share these messages of hope wherever you listen uh, with your family, your friends, your coworkers, and, and with all who you meet uh, in this journey of life. So I want to ask this question. Uh, what do you think that God is like? You know, many people have different ideas or notions of who or what they think God is. Uh, for example, some people believe that God created our world and that uh, he left us to live on our own and that he only shows up in our lives in, in very extraordinary circumstances. For these folks, God is distant, inaccessible, unavailable. For others, God is like a cosmic wish grantor, a sort of cosmic genie who exists to fulfill a, a person's desires or wishes or to solve their problems. They believe that all they have to do is to name it and claim it and that God will grant all their wishes and uh, at their command. Still others believe that God is stern and judgmental and that he only is focused on punishing us. For them, God is like an angry father, a vengeful being who lacks, who, so who takes delight, that is, uh, and almost finish pleasure in punishing us for our misdeeds. You know, as a child, I, I was terrified of God. Uh, the onset of a tropical downpour saw me just scurrying under the nearest bed to avoid being zapped by the lightning of God. I was scared of God's wrath because... I reasoned that if Santa Claus knew that I had been naughty and not nice, then surely, surely God must have known and been aware of all my many, 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 many sins. The truth is that God's character has been maligned by a long-running smear campaign. Uh, it, it, it's a cosmic conflict between the forces of good and evil that has persisted throughout the ages. And I will share more about this, this conflict, this cosmic conflict in another episode. So what is God really like? To answer, to answer this question, we need to rely on, on the Bible and the Bible alone to give us trustworthy, accurate, and reliable glimpses of God's character. Uh, from Genesis to Revelation, the Bible consistently reveals that God is a God who is loving, compassionate, gracious, uh, merciful, just, forgiven, slow to anger. In fact, uh, we read in 1 John chapter 4, verse 8 in the Bible, and this says that anyone who does not love does not know God, for God is love. What is love? The Bible says that God is love. One uh, dictionary definition of love is this. It says it is an intense feeling of deep affection. Of course, love is revealed in different ways in our lives. Uh, there's a love that, you know, friends have for each other. There's a love or natural affection that a parent has for a child. And of course, there is a love that a man has for his wife. I believe a much better definition of love is this. Having someone's best interest and well-being as a priority in your life. To truly love is a very selfless thing. It's a very selfless act. And, and, and that is what God's love is all about. God's love is love in its purest, deepest form. God's love is unconditional and self-sacrificial. The Bible often uses the Greek word agape to describe God's love for humanity. God's love, agape love, manifests itself in acts of kindness. It is self-giving, other-directed love. It is a love that the Apostle Paul says cares more for others than for self. 
And so the deepest natural affection that we have for those who are nearest and dearest to us just falls short of this divine agape love because our, our love, the love that we have for each other, uh, including our family and our spouse, is often tainted with selfishness. The Bible affirms that God is love and that love is the defining trait of his essence and of his character. The Bible reveals that even though there is one God, the Godhead is composed of a community of three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. These three divine beings love and they care for each other, right? Each person within this divine community delights and in just glorifying each other. Scripture not only reveals that God is love, but it also says that his love reaches out in a divine embrace to all of his creation. Because of his love for his creatures, because he, because he loves us so much, God has chosen to locate his sanctuary, his house, or his dwelling place within the confines of his created universe so that he can have communion with us, his creatures. From his heavenly sanctuary, which is the command center of the universe, God presides over all activities in the universe. His right to, to rulership and his right uh, to worship uh, by his intelligent universe is founded on the reality that he is the creator and the sustainer of all. The foundation of God's throne is his law of love. And this law enjoins his, all of his creatures to love their creator with all their being and to love their neighbor as themselves. So now as God's intelligent creatures, we are not like robots that are pre-programmed to carry out the instructions of their creator, right? Instead, as beings created by God with the capacity to love, we have been given free will, free choice. After all, how could anyone be forced to love? It's a contradiction in terms. Uh, we then, using this sacred gift of free will, choose when we choose to use this uh, sacred uh, gift of free will, uh, when we choose to live in God, harmony with God's law of love, we are choosing to align ourselves with God's will for us, which ultimately brings us into everlasting happiness. On the other hand, if if we choose to rebel against, uh, against God's love, we are in fact choosing to separate ourselves from the source of our being. Imagine that. And so consequently, we are when we do this, we are placing ourselves in danger of being eternally separated from God. And so the incredible good news is that God has never given up on us. He has never given up on you. He's never given up on I. Uh, he's never stopped loving us. God yearns for us to live in harmony with him. Uh, his love for us remains unchanged, perfect, unconditional. In fact, God tells us in Isaiah chapter 49, verse 15, he asks the question, can a woman forget her nursing child? right? Uh, and not have compassion on the son of her womb. Surely, God says, mothers may forget their children, but he says, I will never forget you. And so the good news is that even though we are tainted and we are blighted with selfishness, all of us, God still yearns for his agape, his perfect love to fill our lives so that we can be perfect in him. And so even though we are condemned to die because of our, our sin and our selfishness, uh, God's love and grace reaches out to us and says, not so fast, not so, right? And so my friends, God loves us and he wants for you and I to get to know him better, uh, to have a, a, an enduring, everlasting relationship with him. In fact, he tells us in Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11 to 14, he says, I know what I've planned for you. I've plans to prosper you, God says, not to harm you. I've plans to give you a future filled with hope. He says, when you call out to me and come to me in prayer, I will hear your prayers. And he says, if you seek 
me with all of your heart and soul, I will make myself available to you. My friends, this God of love has planned, believe me, I've, I've seen glimpses of this, right, in his word. He has planned an amazing future for us. My hope is that you will come to trust him more and more, that you choose him, and that you choose to live a life of faith. I promise you, your life will never be the same if you do. I always want to encourage you to remember to like, to subscribe, and to share this podcast wherever you listen. You can also email me. My email address is knowingtomorrowtoday at gmail.com. That's knowingtomorrowtoday at gmail.com. If you have questions, uh, if you want me to pray for you, uh, I will do my best to reach out. All right. So just go ahead and, and give me your feedback. Uh, give me, uh, send me your comments. Uh, as you, as uh, again, the email is knowingtomorrowtoday at gmail.com. May God continue to bless you. Uh, I'm Merrick Brown. Until next time, stay blessed and stay well. It's gonna get better. Never stay the same. It's gonna get better.